welcome to another edition of the Unicorns podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Joining me today on the Unicorns podcast is Jonathan Miller from Kraken. It's a great name. I love the name. (laughs) Jonathan is the managing director of Australian operations at Kraken. Kraken is a cryptocurrency exchange. Jonathan, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Justin. Great to be here. Okay, Kraken, let's crack on. Let's get Kraken. Pardon the dead joke. What is Kraken? You said it. Kraken's a cryptocurrency exchange. It is a long-standing one and a very uh, trusted one. It's a global one. Uh, it it also has other businesses, and we can get into that. But fundamentally, it's a long-standing cryptocurrency exchange built out of the US, but quite prominent in in Europe actually. And, and there's an interesting story behind the founding of the business with uh, Jesse Powell, who who actually mm-hmm. um, went over to to Japan when there was a big issue with one of the exchanges at the time and and decided that the best thing to do to solve the problems with other people's exchanges is build his own. I uh, love it. <laughs> yeah, it was So a when good was move. that? What um what sort of year are we talking about here? So so 2011 uh, was when Kraken was was founded. I think fundamentally the 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 cryptocurrency exchange ecosystem at the time was was very small. In fact, mm. Um, prior to Kraken's founding, uh, Mt. Gox, which is a, a Japanese exchange, which became renowned for all the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. and that's actually part of the founder's story here, but, but it had 99% of the trading volume for Bitcoin at the time. And uh, when it was hacked, and, and there's still a, a big dispute there and a distribution and, and all sorts of um, fallout still from, from that, uh, that event, Jesse actually went over to Mt. Gox at the time and offered to help help them okay. uh, deal with their customers in a in a uh, honourable way. I think from his point of view, but but he he came to the realization at that time that the industry, in order to break out of what was then absolutely a niche niche trading mm. uh, market into something more mainstream and and fundamentally uh, palatable to to people who weren't technical. Uh, he believed that institutions like Kraken, which is, it has now become, needed to professionalise. And so he, he made it his mission to, to build a, a really secure exchange, but also a professional one. Isn't it speculated that Bitcoin was actually invented by someone in Japan? <laughs> the origin story for Bitcoin is an interesting one as well, since we're on origin stories. Yes, I mean Satoshi Nakamoto. That's a very Japanese-sounding name. Um, he's the the infamous uh, anonymous founder and creator mm-hmm. of Bitcoin. And it's not you, is it? <laughs> I haven't been in Japan for a long <laughs> time. I've yet. never been. I've never been. <laughs> I urge you to get over there when 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 airplanes get in the air again. But look, Satoshi Nakamoto. It's a it's a pseudonym. Um, it is uh, it is possibly more than one person. Maybe it is one person. Uh, the idea behind Bitcoin was drafted in a white paper. But interestingly, I think we hang on to origin stories and creators and founders, but this is an open source technology which has evolved over time. And mm. you know, some of the technical things that have happened to Bitcoin um, and debated 
quite heatedly um, in the marketplace for ideas, which is kind of open source community. And, and, and in a way, um, you might have heard of things like code forks and all that kind of stuff, which is fringe technical stuff to people who aren't interested in that. But it's, it's core to what Bitcoin is and core to what a lot of open source cryptocurrencies are. And so, yeah, I would say that despite having a, an origin story that is tied to an anonymous individual or, or group, it's now a, a community effort and, uh, and something that has evolved over time for sure. So let's get into the details of how Kraken works. Okay, so, you know, from, from a user's point of view, Kraken is a, an exchange. It's a marketplace. It has different yep. types of, um, of entry points and those entry points um, you know, from a, from a, from an experience point of view can differ, uh, be that someone who is, um, interested in buying crypto for the first time, uh, versus someone who's more of a, a, a programmatic trader or, or someone who wants to handle, uh, large values of, of, of trading within it with a personal touch. And I think there's, there's multiple touch points for, for an individual or an institution with Kraken, but, but essentially it's a digital experience. We don't have mm. uh, brick, and, brick and mortar. We don't have digs down on Bridge Street like the <laughs> ASX. Uh, sometimes go down there for a drink, but the... the it's where um, our office is. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll see you shortly. But the the interface and, and the experience is global. And that's I think that's an interesting story of itself, which is that exchanges now are not tied particularly to geos. They're still very importantly embedded in geographic... Um, regions and 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 we can come to how Kraken fits into the global compliance regimes, uh, you know, a little, in a little bit if you'd like. But but you know your experience with Kraken, if you're in Australia or if you're in the US or if you're in Eastern Europe, is very similar. It's it's a really smooth uh, and fundamentally secure uh, experience. Kraken's got this fantastic record of being rated uh, as you know, one of the most, if not the most transparent exchange and mm. secure exchange. It's never been hacked. Um, we pride ourselves on that. And that's super important, especially given the legacy. The legacy, you know, I think you can see the, the you know, the trail of destruction when it comes to news articles and, and news stories about other exchanges. But, you know, yes. Kraken, Kraken sits above that wave. For <laughs> There's a lot of nautical references, as you can tell. But Kraken <laughs> sits ahead of that. It's, it's plowing through. Um, the, the water with so long as I don't hear anything about the Titanic, I'll be okay. <laughs> well, we no one wants to reference the Titanic, mate, or an iceberg. <laughs> no, none of that. But crack, I mean, Kraken, Kraken's experience, the exchange, and how it works, it's very much like a, a trading experience you'd, you'd, you'd have on, on any number of apps for, for equities. And, yeah. and, and what we're bringing as well is the crypto, uh, I guess, philosophy when it comes to the user experience, but also the way that we handle and manage funds. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot to be said for the way that, that Kraken manages its users and its clients' expectations around security and trust, and that goes all the way down. And there's an, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, thought put into the way that we handle people's money because that's what we're doing. Yeah, so, so for, what's, the, what's the user experience? Say I would like to purchase some form of digital currency. I come into Kraken, presumably create some sort of profile, and then what what happens then? Okay, so in Australia, uh, and this is true for some other jurisdictions as well, but we we uh, verify all of our clients. So on the way in, you'll get verified. 
mm-hmm. we do that to a very high standard. We're meeting FinCEN, we're meeting Austrac in Australia, we're, we're meeting the uh, you know we're, we're meeting all sorts of standards depending on the region, but we we keep the bar high, and that's really yep. important to us. So you get um, verified, and then we have local banking relationships here in Australia, and you can use um, Pay ID or the NPP, so very fast OSCO. Uh, funding of your account in Australian dollars, and then you can exchange that into crypto. And the major ones that we've got on, against the Australian dollar, um, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, USDT, which is a, a kind of synthetic version of a of a US dollar. But we've also got, interestingly, US dollars. You can you can buy US dollars on Kraken, uh, Euro, and 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 JPY. So there's a there's a breadth of other currency types you can buy, um, and you can do that. In one click, you know, you can just hit hit the instant button, or or you can sit there and you can you can watch the market and you can you can trade like you would in equities, but but or or other commodity really on on a marketplace and put a limit order in. And let, let, let's just let's just say I've got you know let's let's just pick a number ten grand to spend, um, and I want to buy Bitcoin, um, so I know what I want to buy. How long does that transaction normally take? Well, the cool thing about funding Australian dollars uh, at the moment, when it comes to transferring using um, the NPP, is it's a it's a very fast funding experience. And once mm. you've got that those funds on hand, you can you can make a trade in, in, in an instant. Um, that will get you two thirds of a Bitcoin. You'll be pleased. You'll be a ple- proud owner of two thirds of a Bitcoin with about ten <laughs> grand. Aussie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. So uh, you know that's not too bad. But if you up the ante a little bit, you'll get a whole Bitcoin. The yes. Um, the 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 different markets um, that we have, you know, in Australia, are, are open to you. But you can also, once you have cryptocurrency, you can trade on the many other markets that we have yes. available. The other okay. on the platform, so you're not restricted to Australian dollars with Kraken. No. And what if I don't know which currency I would like to buy? Is there expertise on there, or can someone say, okay, you've got ten grand? We would recommend you do X, Y, Z. Look, we're not financial advisors. Mm. However, we do pride ourselves in educating people about the technical layers. When it comes to okay. crypto, there's a lot of there's a lot of technical stuff, and by that I mean I don't mean technical analysis from a financial point of view. I mean from a from a, a IT point of view. And a lot of yep. the, the cryptocurrencies that exist out there are, in a way, um, different te- different tech stacks that you're you're buying into in, in some sense. Um, so, so we do have some education on on the Kraken site, and we run webinars and we run uh, other other educational experiences for our for our clients. And uh, yeah, so you can you can you can tool up in many ways when it, when it comes to um, being a first time user with with Kraken. There's there's a whole bunch of information there for for you to to get your head around what crypto is and then what you can do with it. And so, what's the um, what's the market? capitalization of the global crypto market is it possible to put a figure on that look for some time um the 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 crypto market has been measured in in bitcoins uh market cap and and bitcoin's market cap is uh hundreds of billions isn't it well we can it'll be in usd current market cap um it's 117 billion us dollars yeah. As of right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, however, Bitcoin's market dominance when it comes to crypto is something that um, essentially 
fluctuates over time. It used to be the the behemoth. Um, it's, yes, it's um, it's in in this year. Interestingly, dipped um, dipped down uh, below fifty percent, and and there's lots of reasons for that. There's been an explosion of interest in alternate currencies, and those currencies yes. provide people a kind of glimpse into the future of not just what digital money might be, but also digital finance. So there's been a kind of explosion of interest in what's known as the, the DeFi, which is a, mm. is a, is a, it's another bit of jargon, but, but, but decentralized finance yep. is, I, I think, an umbrella term for, for, the, for the kinds of activities that we're, and, and projects that we're seeing being developed using cryptocurrency as a backbone. And some of these projects have their own tokens attached to them. Um, Ethereum is is very much part of that movement as well. It yes, provides yes. the infrastructure for a lot of the decentralized finance. And, and what do we mean when we say de- decentralized finance? An example of that might be a lending pool that has no one centralized lender. You might have a whole bunch of people putting crypto into a into a pot that then gets distributed according to um, discretion or rules or, or automated analysis. So a lending bot, basically. That, that's an example. That's a kind of high, um, uh, you know, high, excuse me for, for the want of a better expression, but um, for Luton idea. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's what we believe and what a lot of people who are interested in cryptocurrency believe the point of digital money to be, which is to um, start leveraging technology to do some of the things that we've otherwise relied on some pretty archaic systems for, um, but all the way down, not just a, a risk analysis of, say, a lender and, and, and a borrower, but actually the distribution of funds, the reclaiming, the repayment, the interest payments, all that stuff can be automated. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's over time, Bitcoin's uh, market cap has increased, but also the, the ecosystem has increased around it. So saying 117 billion US is only half of the story at the moment. Mm. So... What about Australians and our ability to trade crypto? Is that is that increasing? Is it decreasing? Do we like digital currencies? Are we wary of it? Are we skeptical? Are we like right into it? What's what's your sense of where Australia sits with um, digital currencies? I think Aussies are pretty um, pretty aggressive when it comes to adoption, uh, and what we've seen, and you know, we've been in the business for some time. Uh, mm. We we ran a local brokerage here prior to being acquired by Kraken, and so you know we've seen we've seen this industry from from the Australian side grow and blossom you know very quickly. There's been a huge amount of growth, and and I think testament to that is the fact that there's there's some great providers in the market now, international providers like Kraken coming here to provide service to to Australians. I, I think that the um, well Aussies that- Aussies love a punt. <laughs> you know they, they they love to bet on anything so do you do you find a little bit of that where it's like you know everyone from your investment bankers to your your tradies who go you know i've got a bit of crypto i think there's definitely awareness whether people actually have it or not is is the next story i think mm. the, the great thing is most people of you say i mean when we when i started out in this in this world in 2013 uh it was it was a case of explaining 
from the ground up what Bitcoin is every conversation. But now yeah. um, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be hard pressed to find someone who hasn't heard of it. So yeah, whether that means they've actually got someone in their back pocket, so to speak, is a different story. I agree with you that the the appetite here is driven by some, some you know, I, I guess, willingness to, to dabble in speculative assets. Um, but also because I think Australians are, uh, are tech savvy and the yeah. way that you acquire Bitcoin is very, has for some time been, been tricky technically. It's now becoming much easier. And, and so people have been, you know, at the forefront here in terms of, you know, their, their capacity to, to, to have a crack at this, uh, at this place. On top of that as well, I think there's some healthy um, hedging that people do. You know, people hedge against, um, against the Aussie sometimes because they think that the Australian dollar is going to be move against the US per se. Yes. Or, yep. or they're looking at hedges in general from equities. And, you know, that that's not a sophisticated, you don't need to necessarily be a, trading for 10 years to, to get that concept. That's a really, um, really good pe- concept for people to understand. And people have, you know, traditionally used gold as a way to do that. Um, mm. But Bitcoin is a much more accessible version of of that same, uh, to, to achieve that same outcome. And that's what I think young people are more interested in doing when it comes to hedging against, uh, you know, the Aussie and, and equities. They're looking at, at Bitcoin, per, you know, over, over something like gold. I was reading something the other day where uh, online trading platforms have uh, exploded since the lockdown, since COVID came out. Everyone's at home, they're trading stocks, they've got nothing else to do. Um, Boss isn't looking, so they're jumping online. Have you noticed um, an increase in people jumping onto Kraken, having a bit of a a look around, buying, selling uh, since lockdown? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've got a global picture on this uh, behavior. Trading volume is well up, well, well up. Uh, yeah, okay. we, you know, we've had uh, not only that, a huge number of new users kind of flood to, to our platform globally. And as a mm. result, in March, we had to hire 200 people to help us handle requests. Stop and, it. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, we were a net hirer. I mean, you know, every... Every um, industry has been affected differently by, by COVID, but I think crypto and, and online trading and online platforms, you know, tech platforms in general, and you've seen that reflected in, in, in tech stocks, but tech mm. platforms have seen, uh, you know, strong, strong growth. And, and, that, and, and Kraken has not been, not been an outlier there. We've, we've definitely been, been seeing growth. Um, and so, yeah, I, and I think people are finding some time to to not just not just because they're bored, but because they've 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 just gained two hours in their day from not having to commute. That's so, right. That's so right. It's not just crypto I, I hours. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not just an idling story. I think it's a really proactive um, story, a really positive story about the way people are thinking about about their investments. Am I right in saying, Jonathan, that you know savvy investors probably like to have a little bit of digital currency in their entire asset portfolio. So, you know, the mix might be traditional, say, Australian shares, you know, property, the big stocks, you know, some overseas shares, a little bit of cash, some bonds. But what we're seeing now is like fund managers recommending, you know, it's worthwhile having 1%, 2%, maybe up to 5% in in digital currencies. Yeah, that's definitely a story that, that we've heard uh, being being told, and 
it's it's one that I think makes a lot of sense to people to think about crypto as a speculative asset that it's silly not to have exposure to. Uh, and and then again, back to that um, hedging story, you know, Bitcoin's correlation with, with gold has kind of um, waved in and out um, of direct correlation, but but most recently it's it's been very closely correlated to gold. So I think I think when people see, you know, turmoil on markets, volatility on on traditional markets, worry about especially things like the way that monetary policy is being handled in places like the US. Uh, mm. There's a meme that 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 I think people in the crypto world are pretty are pretty happy with, which is which is money printer go burr which is a reference to the sound that that is happening inside the federal reserve in, in the us the sound of the machines you know running running pretty quick pretty hot because there's been a lot of money pumped in to to the system and people's people's expectations are that the value of the us dollar is is shaken and a classic hedge then is to move to gold but yeah that's right the the speculative portion of people's in, investment portfolio uh, the 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 trend here is to include some crypto in that. Now the question mm. is which crypto? I think a lot of people start with Bitcoin and then start exploring what it means, you know, to invest in other cryptocurrencies. Because I think the Bitcoin story is is a very, in a way, relatively speaking, simple one. It's a digital money and it's a digital asset. Uh, it it is limited in supply, so it's scarce. There are a whole bunch of other platforms out there though that purport to do other things. And some of those are very exciting. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that, that's that's the starting point for people's, um, you know, allocation. And then I think there's even a, a kind of more speculative uh, journey that people can go on from there. Given that you've been involved in this for some time, no doubt you would have heard an argument before saying, well, I'm just not sure. I'd rather put my money in the bank. It's not safe. People can hack it. How do you overcome or um, how do you explain to people that it's just as safe as putting your money in stocks or shares or, or in the bank? I mean, I think that you could legitimately say that investing in crypto can be safer as long as you're doing it in the right place. And, and Kraken has been, has been building, its, building its business on its reputation for providing mm-hmm. a secure and safe way for people to get exposure to this technology. In addition to that, the ecosystem has evolved a lot over the past seven years, 10 years, um, lightning speed, really. Yeah. And, and so now there's, you know, for example, uh, Fidelity, the biggest asset manager in the world, provides crypto custody services for people. So if you're comfortable using them as a fund manager, um, then you're probably going to be comfortable with them using them as a custodian for your crypto. So I think there's, there's now choice as well yeah. for people, you know, back, back at the, you know, taking the story right, right back to the beginning where, you know, Jesse Powell, the founder of, of Kraken went to Japan to help the only cryptocurrency exchange in the world uh, when they had an issue. That's, it's no longer the case. There's, there's, there's so much more in the ecosystem now that I think that the arguments for safety, you know, there's a marketplace out there and, and there are businesses like Kraken that have built their reputation around safety. In, in terms of the safety of the investment, I think that's a different story and that's a speculative story and yes. one that, one that you know, I think people have to take 
take their own view on on these asset class. But what we do know now is that the asset class exists; it's not going anywhere, and there are some very safe ways you can you can engage with it. The other thing is, I suppose everything changes. Like everyone now accepts shopping online. You transact online, whether it's PayPal or BPay, put your credit card in, no one cares. Whereas, say, five, 10 years ago, it was almost unheard of. People didn't think it was safe. Um, you know, look at, look at applying for jobs online, buying houses online, buying cars online, booking a holiday online. Like, everything has changed. And I suppose this is um, another example of that. Yeah, I would agree. And I think that the the idea that money needs to be digital is now being being one that's that's accept not only accepted but demanded of by people. And you've seen a, the kind of the central banks of the world starting to look at how they can issue digital money, not the traditional way, but using this type of technology. Uh, there's also another layer, which is I think that the you know the global story is worth talking about again. At the beginning of this conversation, I mentioned that you know Kraken was a global organisation. We have markets, uh, in, in, you know, in most countries. The 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 trend line for businesses is, as you just described, is to go digital. And I think that things like equities, things like uh, commodities, are starting to be uh, available to people on on platforms that are global, that are not just domestically. Uh, locales and people mm. people need digital money digital forms of money to be able to interact with these with these uh, exchanges with their exchanges or, or businesses or, or stores or whatever it might be and the traditional forms of money are falling over here and there They're, the credit system is quite expensive you need to pay a lot to move money around if you're mm. emitting, if you're yes. emitting, if you're emitting funds you know, the, the global transfer of, of money, there's a lot of room for improvement still. And that's one of the reasons that people are still quite bullish about the role that cryptocurrency can play, um, even at the very simplest case of, of cross-border payments. So, you know, there's there's a long road, I think, between people's acceptance of this type of technology and the underlying adoption of it into everyday life. Um, but yeah, platforms like Kraken are, are kind of bridging that. And they're bridging it in a way that's entirely above board as well you know so i mentioned earlier that we're regulated uh here in australia we're regulated mm. we're regulated we have the first crypto business uh to get a market license in the uk for our futures business so yes. we have a, a spot exchange we have a futures exchange we have a benchmarking business that provides the benchmark to the cme the chicago mercantile exchanges bitcoin fu- uh, futures contract so the settlement uh contracts are driven by Kraken data. Uh, we have um, a kind of Bloomberg style terminal for multi-exchange data feeds called Crypto Watch. So we have a portfolio of businesses that um, are all playing in regulated spaces and willingly yeah. so. Uh, and there's a, and there's, a, there's a bigger story there as well, which, um, which is that we are, just recently received our license in Japan, uh, a markets license in Japan. Uh, okay. So this is a this tell is me a, about that. So this is a trajectory that we are we are taking very seriously, which is that crypto is and will, will continue to be a regulated space because consumers and institutions demand uh, standards, and regulators are, are playing a, a kind of meaningful role in mediating those those demands. Uh, 
Kraken's approach to regulation has been one that's evolved over time, but fundamentally we are we are pro market licenses in in a place like Japan where we've just achieved one and and in the UK. We think this is an important part of how we can bring our product and our platform and our experience to users. So, you know, in Australia we're regulated by Austrac. But mm-hmm. we, yeah, we are we are also looking at some additional very interesting uh, regulations in the US. And uh, and I think the story here for, for Kraken as a global company is that they want to be the bridge, the bridge between the modern uh, technical crypto world and the traditional financial world. Is it possible to try to get the crystal ball out and look into the future, say, five years ahead or even 10 years ahead? I mean, what does... What does the crypto market look like uh, in the future? Like, <laughs> what, are the, what are the possibilities? I think there's a couple of things you can definitely say. And one of those is that it will be invisible. You know, that some of the technologies that people are looking at now will be so deeply embedded in the user experience for, for say, online shopping or, or whatever it might be, uh, getting a bank guarantee, um, getting a loan, that you won't know that you're dealing with crypto. Uh, and that's that's a, a kind of adoption story that I think makes a lot of sense. We, you know, we don't care as an end user how the email gets there. We just care that it gets there. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that's one version of the future is that all of a sudden you won't realize how often you're using crypto. The other side of it is that it becomes a bit more present. And um, I can buy my morning coffee with a little bit of crypto. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can, interestingly, there are services out there that let you do that right now. Um, <laughs> it's true. So, so that's today. But, but I think that, you know, one interesting idea is that some international trade might use crypto as a, as a base currency as opposed to, as opposed to hard dollars. Um, there are yep. digital versions of the US dollar already, as I mentioned. Um, there, there's also the case that you might see kind of proliferation of currencies. And, and you already see that a little bit with things like... Um, loyalty points, uh, rede- redeemable uh, rewards, for example. Yes, they're reward type, programs in general. Yeah, yeah, they're a type of money. and But yeah, they're very constrained. But I think we're, we're looking at a future in which all these types of money can just be interchanged quite quickly and exchanged quite seamlessly um, and, and, and exchanged and used for as a form of exchange. So the idea of money will, will become less reliant on this idea of, of an AUD. I mean, AUD is, is, is a way to describe value. Um, what you use to purchase the product that you want to purchase, or or, or pay the person you you want to pay for their for their services, um, what you use is a different story altogether. So yeah, I think there's a there's an interesting future in which money becomes a little bit different, a little bit more fluid. Mm. How did you get involved in all of this? What what were you doing before you joined Kraken? So I was working with a group of interesting people in a shared office in in Sydney in in 2013. And uh, one or two of them said, have a look at this Bitcoin thing. And, um, you know, so it wasn't super early. We're not talking 2011 like, like, or, or 2007 when, when it first came onto the scene. But, but 2013, it was very hard to get Bitcoin in Australia. And, and it, it was very much this kind of the Venn diagram of my personal interests, which were, I guess, macroeconomic policy yeah. and, and, and coding. I was, I was programming at the time, building products. And so, you know, it, it kind of fell in between those two, those two worlds of this, as this non, non-state issued money, potential money, um, and, and technology. 
and I got very interested in the, the kind of practical and, and technical applications of it. At the same time, it became very apparent that uh, purchasing it in Australia was tricky. You had to send money mm. over to Japan, interestingly. So we, we were dealing with that exchange that, that Jesse you know, went over and helped when they failed. Uh, yep. So we decided to, to play a liquidity role in the market here. And we built that business over time. And it became um, obvious uh, to us that, that there was a role for international liquidity in the market. And, and Kraken saw that as well. And, and they brought their platform here. Okay, so wrapping up, what would you say um, your best advice might be for Australians who might be looking to educate themselves on cryptocurrency? What can you tell them? Firstly, listening to this podcast means you've, you've, you, you've made a good start. Exactly. I think, I, th I think that there's a lot of information out there. And right now it's about getting a feel for trusted, trusted sources of information. Um, I would encourage you to to visit our our site kraken.com and there's a lot of information there that can help you on your journey. Um, we've designed a whole experience to help people who are exactly in that position to to understand what crypto is and, and how they can get involved. We've also we also publish a, a lot of articles and, and information. So there's there's a there's a whole raft of, of material. And the other thing you can do is is just experiment with a small a small uh, dabble in 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 the space. And then I think. You know, for us, is there a minimum spend? Normally, no, no. Yeah, you can you can um, deposit, you know, twenty bucks into the into your account and, and yeah, okay, and, and yeah. test and 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 in that experience, that experience of setting up a wallet and and experiencing cryptocurrency, quite often that's when the penny drops, so to speak, and people understand that this this is a, a currency that they f have full control over, and so yeah, we 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 recommend definitely definitely doing things your own way and we're and, and we're here to help educate and inform well it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you today on the unicorns jonathan miller from kraken australia the md of australian operations for kraken thank you so much for joining us on the unicorns today thanks very much for having me it was a pleasure